You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we are going to talk about seasonal planning. I know there's a lot of coaches in the process of planning their season right now. You know, tryouts are coming up, teams are being made, and how exactly do you go about and plan your season so that you're putting your team in the best position to be successful? Well, we're going to talk about that on today's episode, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 60 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there? Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Coach Brian Singh. I'm the host of the Volleyball by Design podcast. And if you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. You are in it for a great episode today. Um, and uh, you got 59 other episodes to get caught up on if you, uh, if this is your first time. So take your time, get through it. I'm hoping to bring you a ton of value that you can take back to your team. And if you are a regular listener, thank you as always. I appreciate it. You guys have been supporting me so much throughout the the year and what has it been? A year and two months of the show now. Um, we're at our 60th episode and I can't thank you enough. And I want to bring to you today... Uh, a topic that I'm actually very passionate about, to be honest. I, I love talking about seasonal planning and how we set up uh, your season for success. And we are in August. This is the first week of August. And in North America, at least, I, I'm not sure about anywhere else around the world, but in North America, this is the time where we're spending a lot of time planning for the season. Some teams are, have already had their tryouts. Some teams are in the process of having their tryouts. Some teams are planning for their tryouts later on in the end of the month, beginning of September. But regardless of where you are, seasonal planning is the the prominent uh, topic right now amongst coaches. How do you set up your season? How do you how do you even begin to plan? What does a plan look like? Uh, so we're going to try to talk about that today. So I want you, if you are, if you're driving. Um, I mean, don't don't turn it off. Like, listen to the episode. But I want you to come back to the episode to take some notes. And if you're not driving, if you're in a place and where you can write some things down, um, I I would try to write some things down so you don't miss anything. Um, but you can always re-listen to the episode too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work with you guys today. I want to map out. You know, I'm gonna go through how I map out my season and how I think about things and how I plan it out. So hopefully that I can give you, even if you get one idea out of today's episode, I'm hoping that that would, that would bring value to you guys. And if you are, uh, you know, a veteran coach who understands seasonal planning and has got it down to the T, then that's amazing. Um, I'm hoping that maybe I might give you a, a, a different way of looking at something, for example. Um, if you are a DVA member, a Digital Volleyball Academy member, we're actually going to be doing a live training, a live workshop on this in a few weeks. So I'm going to dive a lot deeper with you guys into this. But if you're just a podcast listener, don't worry, you're going to get you're still going to get a ton of information out of it, I promise you. All right. And for those of you that don't know what Digital Volleyball Academy is, just a reminder, it's my signature membership where I get to work with coaches from all around the world and provide mentorship give them access to my resources, my training, and really uh, try to help them grow as coaches so we can grow this game and they can help their team. 
So let's get into today's episode. Um, so what we do, well, we, well, myself and my staff, our coaches, what we do is we break up the season into four phases, essentially. So we have four different phases, phase one, two, three, and four. And each stage is significant in its own way. So phase one, you're looking at four to eight weeks out before your season starts, before the tryouts begin, stuff like that. And phase one is basically filling in the calendar. So in phase one, you have your calendar out and you are going to start jotting in dates, planning out, booking things, getting things like not necessarily planned, but filling it in the calendar. So you're mapping out now, depending on the league you're in, four to eight weeks before your season starts, you should have a schedule, right? Every league should have, your schedule should have came out way before that, but you should have a schedule where you know when your tournaments are going to be, you know when your games are going to be, um, you know, kind of this, like, you know, when the tryout period is and, you know, when certain things are due and, you know, all that, all that stuff, you know what it looks like. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to plan out and just put it in the calendar. That's phase one. So we are going to put in when our tryouts are, we are going to put in any kind of off season stuff, you know, uh, like pre tryout pre, what do they call it? Preseason training or camps or open, uh, open sessions, open gyms, whatever the case is, you're going to fill it in the calendar. You're going to talk about your practice schedule. You're going to figure out what does a practice schedule look like for you? Are you going to go two days a week? Are you going to go three days a week? Maybe that depends on the budget. You're going to plan out your, your strength training schedule. How many times a week are your team, is your team strength training? Where are they strength training? Is it part of the practice or is it on their own? Okay, you're going to put that in the calendar. Um, if it's with the team, you put it in the calendar. If it's on their own, you just write you know, on your calendar somewhere. You know, Athletes will do it on their own. Meetings, team meetings. Are you going to have team meetings? When is that going to be? Okay, How does that work into it? Exhibition. What does your preseason look like? Now, you're not planning. You know, uh, you're just putting in dates. So this is where you start contacting teams. This is where you start thinking about tournaments that you might want to enter. Um, how many tournaments are you going to enter? How many exhibition games are you going to have? When do they fall in the week to make sure you have enough practice time? You have enough, um, you know, time between games and exhibition and stuff like that. The length of your preseason, right? Again, we're not planning anything specifically. We're just putting it on the calendar. Training camp. What does training camp when is that going to fall on? Is it going to be a one-day training camp? Is it going to be a two-day, three-day? Just get the dates out for that. Okay, now we're not, you're not planning it yet. You're just getting the dates out. And we're going to talk about training camp a bit more in a second. And now, by the way, a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about today, I may have pro- I may have mentioned in previous episodes. So I may be, you know, saying some of the stuff again. Um, and it's just a good reminder, but it's in, it's in a different setting in this case. Uh, you're also... I'm going to talk about your player coach contract or your volleyball manual. Now, I, I go into a ton of detail in episode 42. So if you if you don't know what the player coach contract is or the men's volleyball manual that I I use on my team, take, list, take a listen to episode 42, um, and that will give you a, a really good detailed explanation of what I'm talking about with the player coach contract. Uh, but just to give you, a, just so you understand the context here, phase one is, you know, once you want you getting in your calendar and all that stuff too, you're also going to be planning out like, what is the culture of your team going to be? What are the rules that you're going to be setting in place this season? 
If they've changed, what were those changes? What is going to be your team's identity? Who are you as a coach, and what do you want your team to look like? You got you to start thinking about these things. And the, the player-coach contract, the, the men's volleyball manual, as I call it, that outlines what your team is all about. Right, that outlines you know what you look for as a coach. You know, if you show up to five, like if practice starts at six, you need to be there, at change and ready by five fifty-five. Like little things like that play play a role in your team's culture, and you you want to make sure you write it down, you put it in there, like in a manual, so the players are able to get that, understand it, read it, and it, it goes, it ties into you know your whole culture. So you're gonna outline your culture and what you expect from your players. Uh, and again, listen to episode 42. It'll help you a little more with that. You are going to um, think about the players you already have. So what kind of, like, who's on your team? If you already have players that are signed on your team, great. We're going to start developing a long-term athletic development model for them. And that kind of goes into the um, the player profiles, which we're going to talk about in phase two. But you can start looking at, you know, who you have that is officially signed. Like you don't have to worry about them. They're on your team and start thinking about who you need, like what type of players you're looking for to fill the remaining spots. You know, if you're, if you have four or five middles on your team, which is great, but very rare, then you know, you're probably not going to be looking for middles and tryouts. So you can cater your tryout to what you're looking for in terms of personnel. All right. So, you know, uh, and just to you know, dive a little more deeper. Now, now that we're putting things on calendar, you also may have to book things out as well in advance. So, you know, training camp, for example, are you guys going away? Are you going to be booking excursions? Are you going to need a, a classroom, another gym, like whatever the case is? Book those out ASAP. Put it on the calendar. Okay. So all your bookings, anything that has to be done, uh, you know, in advance, you're doing this four to eight weeks out. You could probably even start this a bit earlier, but that's just a, a typical guideline for you guys. So a lot of information in phase one, but again, it's just booking. So here comes phase two now. So phase two is getting closer to the start of the season and we are now planning. So we're not booking anymore. We're actually planning. What do what does your tryout look like? What does your preseason training camp? So basically everything in phase one, except now it's the actual plan for it. So let me walk you through some examples here. So I want you to think about what you want at tryouts. Don't just go into tryouts and wing it. I want you to have a plan in place. So now we go back to all the stuff in phase one and we'll talk about tryouts. So tryouts now. How, what, what type of drills are you running? Make sure you think about it. Put it down. What, what type of players are you looking for? Put it down. If you already have players that you're expecting to come to tryouts, make a note of it. How, I would get help to have tryouts. Don't run the tryout by yourself. If you can have other coaches around to maybe organize some of the drills or activities or whatever you're doing so you can take a step back and watch and observe, that's great. All right, and obviously you want to be there and, and be a voice, but you may also want to sit back and be get a chance to assess and stuff like that. Training camp. Okay, let's talk a little bit about training camp. I'm a big, big training camp guy. Training camp, for those of you who don't know what training camp is, training camp is a structured time where your team goes away or does something together for either a day, two days, three days, or more, where it's like an event on its own. And it's a structured event, I guess you can call it event, that it has court time, so on-court training, classroom sessions, team building sessions, and excursions. And it's a combination of all of that together. So what training camp is for us is 
a three-day period where we go away and it gives us an opportunity to be with just the team, no no distractions, just you and your team. And we get to really instill our culture, our system. They get to go through and learn the like the way that we play volleyball. In addition to understanding, like we have classroom sessions. So let me walk you through a little bit. So they'll um they'll have a combination of on-court sessions. You know, one session will be a two-hour on passing and serving, and, and the fundamentals of ball control and the fundamentals of manipulating the serve and things like that. Then we'll break. We'll go to a classroom. I I always do the first session as a head coach, so I outline. I go over our men's volleyball manual. I talk about what 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 the the pillars of our team is and integrity and our culture and all that stuff, so that guys understand what is going on on this team. So there's no question about it when they leave. We go back on the court. We may do some block defense for two hours, and we go through our systems. We go through how we look, how we teach blocking. We do all the basic fundamental stuff. Then we might break for lunch or dinner or whatever the case is. Then we have another on-court. So you get, you get what I'm saying? Very, very structured. Where you, this is where as coaches, we get a chance to be creative and we get a chance to plan out a structured day of, you know, and then at the end of our, um, our like let's say a Saturday, we'll have a team excursion. So we'll do like a haunted house or go-karting or miniature, I think our last training camp, we did miniature golfing. And it gets a chance for the guys to, you know, spend some time together. Again, no outside noise because we're away. Now, I know when I when I talk to coaches about this, a lot of times they say that we, we don't have the budget for it. And I understand that. And sometimes if you're a high school coach, you can't take the team away for three days. Well, what, if what I recommend you doing is there's two options. One, if you can get one day, one full day, whether it's a full Saturday a full Sunday, one full day of structured time, maybe even a weekend where you rent out a gym, you rent out a classroom space, and that's it. And then the rest of it can be whatever you have in the local area, bowling, miniature golfing, whatever kind of excursion you want to do. And you go through and you plan. You know, you could wake up, have breakfast with the team together, have everyone get to know each other more. Then you can break and go to the court, do some simple ball handling and passing stuff. Then you can go to the classroom and have a session there. Then you can go back on the court. You can have lunch, have another classroom session, maybe do some other team building. But what, it, what I'm saying is it's a structured day filled with learning and bonding and getting better at the game as well. Now imagine your team, what they're going to be when they enter their first practice after a training camp versus having no training camp at all. You see, like the training camp is so important because it sets your it sets your team up. It sets the foundation for what your team is going to be going forward. And without it, you're really losing a lot. So phase two is planning all this out. So that was just training camp, tryouts. Now we're going to plan um, what is our practice schedule look like. Okay, so now you've booked it. You've booked it out. Now you have the, the your gym time, or whatever. Now we're going to actually plan out our practice schedule. So in the first two to three weeks, what are we focusing on? What is what do the practices look like? Are we going to be going really heavily on the fundamentals? Are we going to be implementing some film sessions in there? You know, what does that look like? You know, what does ne- the next month look like? In the next month, so you're going to try to give a, give you. Now you're not planning each practice per se, but you're just planning what is, what is the vision? What's what's the you know the end game? All right, you're gonna talk about your team meetings. What are you? Well, are we gonna have team meetings? When are they? Like now, you have them on the calendar. So, what are we gonna talk about during those team meetings? What's the, what's the vision? 
Now you've you've already planned out your training camp. Uh, sorry, your exhibition schedule, your preseason schedule, because you've booked time, you've contacted coaches, you've booked time. So now we're going to start mapping out how we how do we prepare for that? Okay, like little things like that. So now it now the phase two is all the preparation, all the structure planning, the practice planning, all that stuff. You're also going to be developing your player profiles. So player profiles are where you sit down and you outline each individual player and you talk you have like a you start you can have like their picture you're gonna have just a little bio on them you know their height their vertical where they're from their birthday you know anything anything that you think is important then you have some information about their volleyball and then you have like a strength column and a weaknesses column and then at the bottom you have a plan so for example if we're working on if one of the players weaknesses is passing well we have on their player profile, we'll say, well, what are they currently passing at? And hopefully you've been grading your passers. If you haven't, now you know you should grade your passers and see kind of where their base their baseline is. And we would write, well, right now he's currently at a 2.2. So now we can put together a plan and say, okay, well, in, in 90 days, we want him to be at a, at a you know, a 2.3 or 4 at 120, you know, whatever your plan is, but you, you make a player profile. And the reason it's important is because you can go back to them you know, during the course of the season and see how your players are progressing. And I, I'm going to say this again. You guys know what you guys know what I'm about to say. You can't grow what you can't measure. So it's very important that you are measuring the performance of your athletes, you know, and that's through stats and so forth. So anyways, you want to make sure you do that. Uh, and that's, that goes into your player profiles. So phase two is really the the planning out the practices, the games, the scheduling. How, how does your film sessions look? Okay, are you going to be having a film session after every tournament? I, you know, all that stuff. How does that look? Uh, scouting reports, things like that. You're going to make sure you have all that, all the documentation done up now. So it's not, it's not like you're putting it on a calendar, but what does your scouting report template look like? You know? Things like that. So now we're getting into the more nitty gritty stuff, but it's just a bit more detail orientated. Okay. Phase three now. Phase three is uh, is seasonal stuff, practice goals, success criteria, games. So phase three now. Uh, this is more your planning as the season is now progressing. So you're not. This is we've already made done all our planning beforehand. We have our players. We're now in the season. So now phase three is going to be, it's it's still part of seasonal planning, by the way, but how are you structuring game day or tournament day, okay? Because that could change depending on the tournament, depending on the thing. That's why you don't really do it too much in advance, but you're doing during the season. So tournament day, timings, like are you, you got to plan out what time do athletes get there, one of their breaks, you know, what does a typical tournament day look like? Are you doing any kind of scouting at the tournament that the team is involved in? Are you doing any team dinners? Are you, you know, so you, you plan that stuff out. Okay. Structure, make sure your athletes, do they understand what their job is? You know, do you guys have a routine when you go on the court? Like when I, when I'll give you an example, when I coached club, you know, our players, as soon as the game's done, our players go on the court. I wanted them to line their bags up neatly, not just a mess. I wanted them to be wearing, they have to be wearing the, whatever the team agreed on. That's the warm up shirt. That's what they're wearing the warm up shirt and they're getting their ball warm up going or their, or their warm up on the court going. So we look like a team. You behave like a team, you look like a team, and you play like a team. Really big on that. So how does that structure look like? You know, so this is the kind of things that we're starting talking in phase three. Really, really like the, the, the structure of what, what's happening as we on as we go. What is your success criteria for the next practice and the next practice? So, you know, when you're planning for your practices, 
really understanding, really understanding what it, what what is considered a successful practice. What are the goals that we want to get accomplished as practice, and how are we going to do that? So mapping it out, mapping out tournaments, game days, things like that. Film sessions. What does a film session look like? Um, understanding now now that you're giving out scouting reports to your players and stuff like that. You know what does that look like? How's the feedback with that stuff like that? Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. This is probably phase two actually. One on ones. So this kind of ties in with your player profiles. Start scheduling your one-on-ones. When when do you want to have them? Now, I have one-on-ones three times a year, beginning, middle, and end. Um, but that's not to say you can't have more. To be quite honest, I have one-on-ones anytime a player really needs a one-on-one with me. But you know that's, that's how I do it. And then phase four is the debrief. Phase four is the end of the season. You have your, you have your season-ending one-on-ones. You sit back and you reflect as coaches. Or if you're just you as a coach, what went well this season? What went wrong this season? What can you do to improve as a coach? What do you need to, if you need to get further education, if you need to get more coaching development, whatever the case is, if you need better planning, now you know what you've gone, like going through a season is, is, is a grind, but now you can, you know, sit back, reflect on that and start planning for the off season and, and beyond. All right. So that's really in essence what the, the planning comes down to. Okay, it's 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 just like that. Phase one is probably the 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 most rigorous, I guess, because you're 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 booking, you're putting it on a calendar, and by doing that by default, you have to start thinking in in, in it like in advance. You know, what do you what does the season look like for you? Like, what do you, how do you want? Do you want to enter four tournaments or six tournaments or eight tournaments? Like, what does that look like? What does preseason look like? You know, one thing I will say, preseason is very important in your planning. Don't um, don't just kind of take preseason lightly. Uh, we preseason is another season. Okay, I want you to I want you to understand that preseason is another season. That means that you treat it like a season. And what and when you are planning your preseason, you are you, you you treat it like a regular season, with the exception of maybe you know potentially experimenting with different lineups at the beginning. But you treat it as a regular season. You're gonna have your film review. You're gonna have your scouting report. You're gonna you're gonna do everything you would, just like it's a regular game. Okay. One of the biggest mistakes that he coaches make all the time is they treat preseason like okay, you know, it's just it's not it doesn't count. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna play. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we got. And you, you act differently than you would if it was a regular tournament. And that's a big mistake. Don't do that because you're setting yourself, you're setting your team up to, um, to like, you're falsely misrepresenting, you're misrepresenting yourself essentially because you're setting your team up to say, oh, this is what a game looks like when it really doesn't look like that. Cause you're in your mind, you're thinking, well, no, when the real games are coming, we're going to be doing this. No, 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 no. You do it now. So they can, they see what it looks like. All right, so yeah, so don't don't kind of short out your preseason. It's really important that you you maximize on that, and training camp is part of that. Tryouts are part of that. Um, make sure you're getting into a couple of tournaments, uh, and then you're yeah, and then you, you and then you can do home games. You can get whatever you whatever you want your preseason to look like, but you definitely want to have one. It's important. I, I I'll tell you, I've seen teams that have no preseason games at all before their first tournament or game, and that is a big mistake huge mistake you want to grow from your preseason you want to go through a preseason and at the end of it you want to be better than you were when you started so you're that much more prepared when the real matches count and start all right so that's it so the so phase one yeah it, it's, it's a lot of planning but you know it's definitely worth it 
I, I, I 100% believe that planning is important. It's a big part of our job. And we have to really sit down and plan what we want our season to look like. You can't just show up on tryout day and after you see your team, you start planning the season. It doesn't work that way. It honestly doesn't work that way. And I, I actually was guilty of that too when I was a young coach. But I, I still see a ton of coaches do this. So don't be that coach. Plan before your tryouts. Four to eight weeks out. Okay. And I would even start getting athletes in the gym before your tryouts to start getting to see, you know, who is potentially trying out for your team. It gives it gives you a chance to get to know the athletes. It gives it gives the athletes to get a chance to know you as well to see if they if this is a good fit for them. You know, a lot of different things that are beneficial for that. Okay, there is your four phases. So now you can sit back and you can actually go and start planning your season. Um, now, obviously, this episode could be an hour and a half, two hours long easily because I could go into what, these a lot more detail and start talking about what we do on day one, day two, day three, and like map it out. But, uh, you know, it, it, I, I try to keep the episodes under 30 minutes if possible. Just so I want to give you tangible stuff so you can go right now and start planning your own season. All right. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me on the grams, though. I'm always on the Instagram, you know, Brian Singh underscore Coach B. Uh, I got, I've been putting some uh, some good stuff out there lately, so check it out and um, let me know if you like it. If you are interested, if you're a coach out there and you're interested in getting the mentorship um, from me and you want to, you know, join our community, uh, I'd love for you to join it. Now, doors are currently closed, but you can go to the uh, waitlist. You can sign up for the waitlist. Go to digitalvolleyballacademy.com. Sign up for the waitlist, and you'll be the first to know when doors are open. And then you'll get a chance to come on these, you know, do these workshops with me that I, that I do live, and you get access to all my stuff, and you get access to me. Hopefully, I can provide some mentorship for you if you don't have access to that. All right, that's it for me. Um, I hope you got some value out of this, and I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look. Are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.